Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Terminator 2 Judgment Day, directed by James Cameron and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Edward Furlong, Robert Patrick, and uh, a bunch of other people. Uh, this is the second time I've seen it in the theater. First time I've seen it in 3D since it, the, it just came out uh, in that format. And I have to say, this coming from... I mean, I'm not the biggest opponent of 3D by any means. Uh, there are a few films that I like it a lot in. Mostly films that were made with the intention, the full intention of being in 3D, like Tron Legacy... Uh, Life and Pi is also really cool in 3D. Um, Ant-Man. Oh, man. The, the, the microverse, or whatever. Whatever you call it in, in Marvel. Uh, anyway, it, it's, it's, this isn't about those films. This is about the best... I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot of films in 3... Oh, Gravity. How could I forget about Gravity? Gravity is amazing, but it's made specifically to be in 3D, uh, a lot of times it's just filmed as it is, probably a little bit of thought into, oh, this will be cool when they convert it to 3D, but in general, a lot of the films aren't shot with 3D cameras, they're, they're shot with traditional cameras, well, not tradition, traditional film, but you know, not 3D cameras, just regular 2D cameras, and then converted uh, by uh, a shop that specializes in that. And, you know, I, I do avoid, so maybe there are a bunch of, like, really good examples of it, but for from my experience, the two, 3D converted films, not so great. This one, however, holy crap, I, my mind was blown pretty much every single scene. The attention of de to detail, um, like, I was just in awe throughout, top to bottom. Uh, a lot of these films, you'll have a couple of sequences that are really well done, and a couple that are, like, kind of lazy, and it's like, oh, you, you made, like, two layers. Good job. Good for you. <laughs> now, this film went all out, and... Oh, it's so, so, so well done. I It, it boggles my mind. The, the time, attention, the talent behind this 3D conversion process. And, um, I, I mean, if, if anybody's going to do it, 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 was, it would be James Cameron. Uh, just pushing the industry, that part of the industry... Uh, nobody else is going to do that. Disney? No, they're, they're, well, they're innovating, of course, but to, to take a film like this and do this process to it so, so well, I don't think Disney would, would have been able to do it without James Cameron pushing for, for that kind of thing first. I could be totally totally wrong about that. Maybe one of these, uh, conversions of an older film has already been really good. I, I didn't see the Phantom Menace convert. I can't imagine that would be, ah, I mean, that was so much on green screens and stuff anyway. This film, 
Well, it, it helps to start with a really well-made film, first of all. Every shot is so well-composed. Uh, the, the camera work, uh, the action, blocking, all of that, just so well done. Uh, such a, a great visual film anyway, that adding this three on top of it just pushes it to another level. Um, and... Yeah, I really can't say enough great things about it. Um, I want to see it again, but it's only in theaters for this week. I don't have a 3D television or anything like that. I'm sure there's going to be a 3D Blu-ray of it, uh, which I'll probably buy, because this is one of my... I mean, it's definitely my favorite Terminator film. And uh, seeing it again reminded me, like, how great it is. I mean, I always, whenever I think of it, I remember, yeah, that's a great, that's a great movie. But then actually seeing it in the theater, I saw it in the theater a couple years ago uh, with with Steve and his brother Phil, um, and we we just loved it. And and that was just the, I mean, that was as as is. That was the original th- theatrical version that we saw. Um, I went again this time with with Steve, and it was just as much fun. So awesome to see on the big screen, and even more awesome with the 3D. Of course, the film uh, has stuff that I don't like so much, uh, but everything that's great about it just overpowers those things. So I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about them, but mo- mostly John Connor. But um, <laughs> uh, a couple of things that I, I noticed or thought about for the first time. Um, well, this isn't the first time I thought about it, but I had forgotten how freaking great Robert Patrick is. Like, the beginning, after a certain point, he doesn't really do, I mean, not to say he's not acting, but it's, it's more about the action and the intimidation. Uh, before that point... And uh, I think I saw a video or something about this before, that when the audience members were first seeing this film for the first time, they didn't know that the T-1000, played by uh, Robert Patrick, was the bad guy, and that Arnold Schwarzenegger as a T-100, T-101, was the good guy. And I think that's a, a big part of it as well, because after that's revealed, you don't get as much of the, like, true act... I, I don't mean it like that, but, like, he has... He has dialogue, actual conversations with people, and stuff like that, and he... His delivery and all that is just so, so good... And I could see, I was thinking, I was thinking about it this time because I had read that comment that I hadn't even, it hadn't even occurred to me that that's the mindset that you would have been in if, if you hadn't seen the film before and you had only seen the first Terminator. Because I think the first time that I ever saw Terminator 2, it had been out for a while, you know, a couple of years, um, I saw it on video at home. I uh, didn't see it in theater when it first came out, because I would have been, like, six. 
I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think my parents would have taken me to see that when I was six. Maybe when I was seven or eight. But, um, yeah, so I had already known Arnold Schwarzenegger is a hero, and he's a hero in this film, so it, it never occurred to me to think of it in that way. And, uh, and taking that into consideration, watching it this time, with that in mind, thought, oh, this is, this is really cool. This is really, and I, I kind of got, not goosebumps, but a little bit, a little bit of that chill, um, in those couple of scenes when John the first time, and then Sarah later on, are just terrified when, uh, when Arnold Schwarzenegger comes around the corner, and both of them are in hallways, of course, it's the same, it's the exact same thing that happens to both of them, but it works both times, it's slow motion, comes around the corner, <laughs> it's not that sound, it's the, like, the, like, the, the hammer on steel resonates and whatnot, but, and anyhow, I thought, uh, yeah, Robert Patrick is, is so good, and it's kind of a shame that, uh, he doesn't have that kind of stuff to do later in the film, it's more about, he becomes much more of a hunter, and all of that, uh, and then impersonating other people, so you get the performances from those other folks, which isn't necessarily, uh, well, it, I mean, they're the different actors, they're other actors, they're not Robert Patrick, so it's not the same, although I, I would say the security guard, uh, um, I got the, the feeling that he was like, uh, this is in, in the world of the film, like going through the T-1000's head, he's like, this, this body is really weird, I'm not quite sure how this guy moves around, <laughs> like, I didn't observe him very much, I was busy being the floor, uh, how does he just walk like this, just walk like this, <laughs> very, um, uh, timid and whatnot, but anyway, uh, yeah, the, the other thing, uh, uh, one of the funnier, funnier lines, there's lots of funny lines, some of them maybe not intentional, uh, but perhaps even those ones were, in fact, intentional, but, uh, well, the unintentionally funny lines from, from John, uh, I don't think were, were intentional at all, but, um, the, the scene where, John is crying in the back seats, and Uncle Bob says, why haven't we taken to calling him Uncle Bob, just like, all the time? Instead of calling him the Terminator, we should just call him Uncle Bob. Probably because they don't ever call, it's only in that one scene in the desert. Um, oh yeah, before the movie, uh, we were gonna get some, thing about getting drinks or popcorn or whatever, and, uh, I said, well, we know what's going to happen, and we can just come back out during a, one of the slow parts, and then after watching it, we realized, oh, right, there's only that one slow part, the desert in the middle, and everything else is just action, action, on the next thing, on the next thing, on the next thing. I think that's another thing that makes this film just move along and have so many memorable moments sequences throughout, uh, but 
uh, what was I saying? Oh, he says, uh, what's wrong with your eyes? And, uh, right after that, he was saying how, uh, the more time he spends with humans, the more he'll learn about them and how to act like them and that kind of thing. And that got me thinking, well, he's, he's been around humans in the future. Why doesn't he know what crying is? And there's, there's two things, two explanations for that, I think. Uh, the first explanation I think is more interesting, and I kind of, uh, would like that. Well, for, for my personal, uh, my, my personal reference, this is, this is the case, but it's more likely the second thing. But the first thing, I think, he has, has been around John Connor and his whole team, um, in the future, but they have been through, they've been in this war for so long that they're just numb to emotions other than just getting like, you must fight, that kind of thing. And so he has never seen anybody cry, even though he has spent a lot of time with, with humans. Um, and, uh, so I, I think that, that would be kind of interesting to kind of think about. Uh, we, in Terminator Salvation, we don't see the T-100 in the future, but I guess we do see, like, emotions and stuff. It's been so long since I've seen that one. I don't remember exactly what kind of stuff goes on. Um, so maybe they do cry sometimes, or some, some, some people do. But, uh, and then the other explanation is that the time between when John steals this T-101 and reprograms him and then sends him back in time. It's, it's such a short period of time, uh, because all of the machines are after them. Uh, the longer that he has this T-101 in his possession, the more time that they have to track him down, find him, and kill him. But, uh, so, th that's probably the more likely situation that he, he got a hold of this T-101, reprogrammed, reprogrammed it, then immediately sent him back to the future. <laughs> Um, back in time. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's probably the second one, why he has, doesn't know what crying is, um, and it's not really important to his mission, but if John Connor remembers being a kid, he'd, he'd likely remember being, being pretty whiny and crying a lot, but, um, I, I don't know, maybe just didn't take that into account. He has a, a higher view of himself uh, his, his memory, memory is unreliable. Um, so anyway, those are the two things that really stood out to me other than the, the stuff that literally stood out to me. I, I mean, come on, even the, the freaking RC car in, um, what's his name's house is his son is playing with the, the, um, remote control car going through the living room and stuff, like, th that attention, there's so much attention to detail in that sequence, these tracking shots through the hall, down, uh, the house hallways and in the living room and all of that, I'm like, this is insane, this is insane that this, there's no reason for it to be this well done, it's absolutely insane, and I, it, and I'm glad that, that it is that well done, um, it takes an absolute maniac to demand that per type of perfection 
and I mean, well done for pulling it off. But uh, wow, I can only imagine it was like like presenting each child like I hope I got it right. I hope I <laughs> hope I didn't miss that little airplane hanging from the office ceiling that has to have depth too. Uh, he's gonna notice. He's gonna notice if it's not there. And then after showing it to him, James Cameron goes, "Well, oh, that was that was really good." I, I see that you got even got the the airplane hanging off of the the ceiling in the background there. Very very good. It's like yes yes, and then on to the next. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so much stuff like hanging off the ceilings, things like that. It's just the wasteland. There's little strips and stuff, and then the friggin' bangs hanging in front of uh, Sarah Connor's eyes. That had to be the most annoying thing. <laughs> to do the 3D conversion for, because it is well done. Especially in those early scenes. Her bangs aren't as pronounced later on. Um, but, like, those full huge close-ups um, when she's in the mental institution and her bangs over her eyes. Oh, I, I don't even know how... how I have a slight idea how you do that, but... Ah, oh, it's so impressive. Okay, so that's it. That's enough talking about Terminator 2 in 3D. I could talk about it for another 18 minutes, but I will stop right there. If you have seen it in 3D, please let me know what you thought about it by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes write a review on iTunes and support the sh- uh, and s- support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched that's right I was trying to say that while I was thinking of what movie I'm just about to see I'm in the movie theater parking lot right now about to see hard time no good time it's good time starring um, Edward Robert Pattinson and I've I've heard I'd known close to nothing about it but I've heard it's really great and I'm kind of excited for, for, for it just because I, I don't know it's it's going to be another grand cinema adventure not grand like it's some huge big budget epic thing oh by the way I am really excited for Thor Ragnarok um, I am totally dig- digging the uh, like 80's is it like hair metal not even that. It's uh, like electronica type sounds, and the the, the imagery of like uh, it's it's full on Viking stuff, which yeah, duh, of course it's Norse mythology, but it's so oh ah, and the, the, like the whole thing takes place Asgard. Oh, that's gonna be ama- it's gonna be so much better than the other two Thor movies, and I liked the other two Thor movies quite a bit. But uh, Tangent's over. Uh, I'll have a review of that when it comes out and I go see it. I'm going to see that in 3D. Yes, it does relate. It starts with T and it's um, and it is in 3D. So I, I, I think I'm going to have to see that in 3D. Oh, another thing about in 3D, I don't know if this actually is part of why it was also so, why it was so good. Um, I wear glasses, as you may or may not know. Um, and 3D glasses over glasses is, 
kind of annoying. Um, it's still, the, the effects still work. I think, I don't know if it has much of an actual impact of the, I don't know if it affects it in a bad way other than like the actual physical comfort of it, of having it on your face. But, uh, I wore contacts for like the first time in a couple of years. Um, I have just a stash of them, uh, single wear contacts, like, you know, I, I wanted this to be the best experience possible. I'm going to break those out, pop them in, and, uh, yeah, unhindered, 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 unhindered by, uh, my usual glasses, the 3D glasses, uh, pop right on my face, as you'd expect, and, uh, I thought that helped, held the experience even more, so maybe I should pick up some more single-use contact lenses to, <laughs> to maximize whenever I see a 3D film, um, the rest of the time, what's the point? I don't need them for day-to-day activities. Um, so, that's it. Okay, that's it for real. Uh, see Terminator 2 Judgment Day in 3D. If you can, if you can't, I, I don't know, send a letter to James Cameron and ask him to, to put it back in theaters again. Um, and uh, I already said all the social media and links and stuff, so uh, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.